At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. everybody welcome back to two brothers gaming podcast this is episode 32 and i'm here with rylan as always yeah uh as you guys can see on youtube or whatever we have the mm-hmm. background is orange orange my orange so, gamecube yeah. matches you can see in the background yeah so but uh yeah can, getting with the theme of fall and halloween this month changing our colors to yeah, from yeah, green to be- orange this month best season i like it yeah, best season too you know? not too hot not too cold so, pumpkin perfect. spice everything yeah, it's good who doesn't <laughs> love pumpkin spice if you don't you suck you're weird <laughs> you're weird all right we'll go ahead and get into it counter-strike 2 surprise releases yeah, uh, I seen this on Instagram. I, was, I just said, "Oh, found a new topic." Yeah. So, what what I got here is the rumors were right. Valve has officially launched Counter Strike Two today. This wasn't, of course, time of recording. This was a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, with a little advance warning, the company often does its own thing and launching, blah blah blah. Most stuff. One. A sequel to one of the most successful games ever, basically out of nowhere, certainly lived up to its legacy. So apparently, CS2 is just a better upgrade version of the original. Yeah. Counter Strike. It says here it's a free to play sequel of the of Counter Strike. It's available on Steam, and there is no word of its release on any other platforms. And it says here, Counter-Strike 2 was first announced back in March of this year as a free update to Counter-Strike Global Offense with all earned items and CSGO carrying over to the new game. A limited test was offered to current CSGO players with invitations to test the scent to users based on parameters like playing time and Steam account status. So, I guess in all items from the original CSGO, you can, you know, play. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, So it says, the game is now available to download on Steam for free, albeit a paid option to acquire Prime status is available similar to the game's predecessor prime members are matched with each other and will receive exclusive souvenir items item drops and weapon cases 
while the game is basically considered a new one, you could also see as an upgrade for Counter-Strike Global Offensive. For those who aren't familiar with the early test version of the game, it comes with the following goodies. All new CS ratings with updated Premier Mode, Global and Regional Leaderboards, upgraded and overhauled maps, game-changing dynamic smoke grenades, tick rate independent gameplay, redesigned visual effects and audio, all items, all items from CSGO moving forward to CS2. To celebrate their release, Valve also released a trailer showing some gameplay and celebrating the franchise's competitive esports route. So that's pretty cool. Have you ever played Counter-Strike? Yeah, I played it whenever I first got my PC back almost two years ago. Okay. It's weird. I've had this PC for that long yeah. already. I've heard uh, some good things about Counter-Strike, and I've never personally played it, but I've heard decent. Yeah, it's a it's a good game. I'll say that. Okay. It's like, see, Valorant is like a Halo kind of, well, it's like kind of a Halo-themed kind of game, mm-hmm. the graphics-wise. But it has CSGO, like, movement and all that. Okay. How it's played. It's like CSGO. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you guys can go check it out. All right, so Jim Ryan officially stepping down at Sony. Yeah, you know, he's ran Sony for five years, three, four years, something like that. Ran him to the dirt. 2019. Yeah. But, I mean, he's released... Good games though, like uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I think they'd come out whether he was there or not, honestly. Yeah, probably. But it says here the head of PlayStation is stepping down. Sony announced in a press release today, of course, might not have been today, (laughs) probably wasn't today. Jim Ryan, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO, is retiring after just four years on the job. Yep, just four just years. Just four years, Ashton. You hear that crap? No, lazy. <laughs> he got lazy. <laughs> but it says here, the massive upshake in leadership comes as the PS5 breaks sales records and as Sony has doubled down on prestige blockbuster games like The Last of Us Part 1 and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Again, cannot play that Cuts on PS5 only. <laughs> yeah. Gotta bring that up every single time we mention Until they change it. After 30 years... Okay, so he said here, after 30 years, I've made a decision to retire from SIE in March of 2024. So I guess Ryan he's been said with the company statement, 30 years. Yeah, but he hasn't made games with the company. He hasn't been like CEO. Told, I'm pretty sure. For uh, 30 yeah. years says i've relished the opportunity to have a job i love in a very special company working with great people and incredible partners but i've found it increasingly difficult to recounsel living in europe and working in north america so i say he lives in europe yeah he doesn't live in north america where sony is you know did not know that. That's probably really difficult. Oh, yeah, the CEO I would say. Of 
like the biggest gaming like biggest you know one of the biggest company, gaming one companies of the biggest companies in the world yeah mm. and just overall companies with their movies and whatnot which technically sony is from europe like they're a japanese company so eurasia yeah. or whatever asia over that way so is that all you got uh yeah okay so yeah it basically jim ryan stepping down says whose current job title is president and ceo of sony interactive has been with the company for nearly 30 years across its various divisions including playstation Announcing his retirement, Ron said, I've relished the opportunity to have a job I love in a very special company, working with great people and incredible partners, but I found it increasingly difficult to reconcile living in Europe and working in North America, like you said. I believe having yeah. been privileged to work on products that have touched millions of lives across the world, PlayStation will always be a part of my life, and I feel more optimistic than ever about the future of SIE. I mean, yeah, he done some good things. So he's been with the company for a long time. Yeah, but lately he hasn't he hasn't done Sony much good. Uh, he's he's made some bad decisions. Yeah. PlayStation Portal, for example, that's a dumb decision. Um, it's a dumb idea. <laughs> it is overall, and just some of his decision making is just not good for the company. So. I mean, it yeah, it sucks to see somebody go that's been with the company for so long. But I think uh, it's Kenichiro Yoshida will be replacing him as CEO. I don't know why I cannot read Japanese names. I can't like, very well. Good at all. I can't. But like, you know, hopefully, I mean, it's weird. Hopefully, he'll do a better job than Jim Ron has in. Yeah, recent times, you know. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so we'll go on to the next one. Sonic Superstars frame rate confirmed for Switch. Okay, so what is what I got here is in an interview with Den Femi Kino Gamer, the Famico Gamer, I guess. Nioto Oshima confirmed that the Nintendo Switch version of Sonic Superstars will run at 30 frames per second, unlike Sonic Frontiers, which ran at a solid 30 frames per second on the Switch. It seems like all versions of Sonic Superstar will Superstars, sorry, will stay on par with the other consoles. The game combined classic. 2D gameplay with enhanced 3D graphics featuring two act zones and a local multiplayer mode for up to four players. So, yeah, yeah that's all I have. All right. Yeah, Sonic Superstars will run at a smooth 60 frames per second on Switch. Frame rates aren't necessarily everything yeah, in a game but can be quite important if gameplay relies yeah. on quick reactions from the player. With this in mind, Sonic yeah. Superstars development producer and character designer Nato Oshima 
recently confirmed the game will run at 60 frames per second, even on the Nintendo Switch. That's good. Um, a 2D game like that is easier to get to run 60 frames on a lower powerful system like the Switch. So I'm happy they didn't get lazy and just yeah. make it 30 frames just because it's on the Switch. A lot of companies do that. So I'm happy it's, uh, it's like, going to be 60 frames. Um, yeah, that's nice. You know, yeah. that's more of a, it's a more, more frame rate for the Switch. You know, all the games are like 30. Most of them so are 30. That's awesome. Majority. <laughs> yeah. I mean, frames don't matter really. Not real. I mean, you can get used to what I mean. Some games you can tell they don't run right, but a lot of games you you can get used to it. So like Fortnite, for example, can I can it. I can yeah. play it at thirty frames per second, and I can get kills. I can win. You know, it's not that big of a deal. And I can play at one hundred twenty frames per second too. Yeah. Just just whatever you get used to, I can play it fine. But like um, like a game safe Mario Kart Eight, for example, if it's thirty frames per second, you can tell, and it's. It's probably, I mean, it's unplayable at 30 frames per second, so it just depends on the game. Racing games definitely need to be 60 frames per second. And a fast-paced game like Sonic, yeah. you could probably but, tell. Maybe not a 2D Sonic you could tell as much, but a 3D Sonic for sure, like uh, say, for Sonic. Sonic Frontiers. Right. I mean, it on the Switch may not be so bad, but like if you're on the PS5 or the Xbox series and it's running 30 frames per second, you can probably tell. Yeah. So they need to probably start doing that with racing games, making a higher frame rate so it'll run better because how fast paced it is. You know? Right. And like Mario Kart like 8 on the Switch, like... it runs 60 frames. So I mean, there are games that run 60 frames. Skyward yeah. Sword HD runs 60 frames. There's a few that do run 60 frames. Yeah, but you know, I would just say for like some of the action the games most part, and like racing games and stuff like that, like just make a sixty frame per second. We yeah. you can do it. Yeah, I mean the Switch is a lot. Of, it's not some powerful. Games on the Switch. It's not powerful, but it's more powerful than what people think but, it is. Yeah, it can run sixty frames. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, it can. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to move <laughs> on. Epic lays off hundreds of employees. Yeah, I seen this. I was like, what? I didn't even hear about this. I didn't either I until hear, I, I just I looked, I was looking at for topics. I was like, huh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, honestly. It says here, Epic Games, the creator of Unreal Engine and the popular game Fortnite, you know, no one really talks about like Gears of War or whatnot, you know. Good franchise, you know, the Gears of War franchise. But it says here is reportedly laying off 16% of its workforce, which works out at around 900 employees. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Letting that A many lot. people go. I mean... But and Epic makes money, especially from Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Fortnite's their most popular game, like, of all time. Yeah. Because, you know, it, free. Just, it was the first ever, like, yeah, first ever free Battle Royale game. Mm -hmm. So that just took it off. And, like, the building mechanic was unique, you know? And people buy skins that was like just, crazy. Yeah. All the collabs and everything. Yeah. 
but it says here the the news comes via Bloomberg with a person familiar with the matter stating that an internal announcement of the job cuts was sent out to staff memo in the memo CEO Tim Sweeney stated for a while now we have been spending way more money than we earn so they've been spending a lot of money probably on like Fortnite stuff making all the skins and other games that they're making and stuff right I mean, they own said, Rocket League now said, and a bunch you know, of other games. Yeah, they own a whole bunch of games. It says, I had long been optimistic that we could power through this transition without layoffs, but in retrospect, I see this was unrealistic. A total of 870 employees will be affected, and Sweeney states that no more job cuts are being planned beyond this and around two-thirds of the cuts are said to be within teams that lie outside epic's core development so so nobody else I'd like the fortnite team the, or you know yeah but i feel like one of the reasons why uh they're laying off people is they're not making as much money as they used to because a lot of the games they've made have died down Oh, I mean, like yeah, Rocket League, yeah. it was popular. It was it was really popular at some point. Same as Fortnite. Fortnite, especially, isn't as popular as it used to be. No, you know their max player capacity was four hundred million players. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's it's a lot definitely not that big anymore. But I mean, now, yeah, but now like ninety something million players play the game. That's still yeah. a lot of people. But not. But it's as not nearly as much. As much. As, you know. Yeah, not as nearly as much, and. Fortnite gave them a lot of their money also. Oh, yeah. Because all the skins and cosmetics and stuff. Not many people are getting those cosmetics. Epic wouldn't be successful like they are if it wasn't for Fortnite. I mean, yeah. Like I said earlier, the Gears of War franchise and stuff like that. They did... That franchise was good. Yeah. Gears of War... It was pretty successful and everything. Gears of War is made by Microsoft. No. Yeah, I know, but uh, Gears of War is made by Epic Games also. Did you not know that? No, I knew it was made by Microsoft, but I didn't know it was made by Epic too. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance, War, and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving. Along with campaigns, Blitz, and Arena, there's also Alliance War, a massive weekly Alliance battle, raids, and Cosmic Crucible, where you go head-to-head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff for signing up via a unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out.
We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Yeah, it's one of their like most successful things. Well, I know Gears of War is successful, but, uh, yeah. It's a good game. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're all good but, games. There's like five of them. Yeah, they're all good games. Six. Something like that. Yeah. It's a pretty big franchise. Yeah. But, yeah, that's all I have. Yeah. Um, really not much more to add. It just sucks that 870 people are losing their job, but, I mean, I mean, it's yeah, it's happening sucks. around. I feel bad for the whole gaming space because Sega, they're everywhere. doing layoffs. They're canceling games because they're losing money. I think... Uh, I feel like just a whole bunch of gaming companies right now are just losing a whole bunch of money. Well, the That's... thing of it is, gaming got really, really big when COVID first happened because people were staying at home. They are playing games. Now, people, not as yeah. many people are playing games. People are still playing games more now than, you know, ever. Like when the first game, when gaming first released in the 80s, nobody played games really. So gaming is more popular now than it ever has been, yeah. but not nearly as many people play now awesome. as in 2020 but play it as much because they don't much. have time they have to work yeah. you know instead of just sitting on the couch all day and playing yeah, a game they gotta go to work so people i mean they're losing money exactly. so it'll it'll get back to normal but yeah it sucks to see so many layoffs and eventually, people but... losing money so, yeah eventually we'll get back yeah that's that does suck for yeah. all those people that are just Lost their jobs and everything. Yeah, it does. Definitely. All right. Um, yeah. Moving on to our last talk. Has gaming changed since you were younger? Have you noticed it change at all? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the popularity of gaming. You know, first ever console was the Xbox 360. It was amazing. As I, you know, I say quite a bit on right. this podcast. <laughs> but... Yeah. Yeah, it's my first console. I can't just forget it. Yeah, right. It's actually right here, like on my thing, just sitting there with my PS3, PS4, and dinosaur. Dinosaur. Which, if you guys don't know, that's the Xbox One. The original. Yep. The original one. The big old bulky <laughs> black one. Thing. It's like it's like the size of the PlayStation Five. Big old VCR. <laughs> Crazy scene. Like from pixelated games, because I've played a lot of like the older games too, like a lot of the Nintendo 64 games, GameCube games, stuff like that. Yeah. Also, but the graphics wise is insane. Just going from that to now, where you have like the most realistic graphics, that of course they're going to get even more realistic somehow. I don't know how though. Uh, it's crazy yeah, how like, they realistic will. the games are now. Yeah. Sino actually look like this, like us. Yeah. You know? That'll be, of course... Down the road. Probably 30, 40, yeah. Years. That'll be years from now. But there's definitely a major difference from whenever, you know, I was littler playing games back on the 360 and older consoles and stuff to now. It's insane, honestly. Just see, watching gaming just develop like that it's just unreal to me, honestly. 
Yeah, so uh, obviously, you know, gaming's changed since I was younger because, you know, I, of course, yeah. when I was younger, I played the NES, SNES, but first console I played was a uh, N64. I mean, the console was two, two years old when I was born, so played N64, the original PlayStation, in the late 90s, and then, of course, the best console ever made came out in 2001, the GameCube, played crap ton of it, PS2 came out, you know. So obviously graphics have changed since then, um, but I'm going to take this topic to a different different side. I was just actually talking to Colin about this after we got done recording. We didn't talk about it on the podcast, but gaming's changed yeah. because there's a lot of good games out there, but for me, it's it could have just be I've changed because it's hard for me to find a game that I like to play. It used to be when I could play almost any game yeah. when I was younger, but now I'm picky. Like, not just any game I'll play. That's how I am. Like, that's how I am. It's not that I don't like gaming. I mean, obviously, I got two podcasts about gaming. I love gaming. Just, I'd rather play older games than newer it's, games it, because there's so many microtransactions in these new games and they're just not the same as they, they don't put the same amount of love into them as what they used to, it feels like. Yeah, back then, you know, and also there's a lot of games just suck now. Right, and just and how that how they're made and stuff. Like example, Redfall. I'm always gonna bring up it Redfall. Was, it was hyped up, and then but it just sucked. That's how a lot of games are now. Yeah, and they're hyped up, and then, then they just release with so many bugs, nobody wants yeah, to play them. Back then, a lot of games. Yeah, back then, a lot of games were hyped up, but they actually lived to the expectations. Right, because there was no free online updates. Like, you released it on a disc, or you released it on a cartridge, and that's how the game stayed. There was no bug fixes or anything. Yeah. You had to release it ready, but yeah, and that's it had, how it, it should had be. To be. It had to be perfect. Yeah, it had to yeah. be perfect, or I kinda, it was going to fail. Sometimes, I kind of wish they would just go back with all the digital Stop digital stuff. Yeah. Go back to discs. Discs, make your cartridges. Games, make your games without bugs. And don't you know, have to download after putting the disc in. Just put the disc in and play. Don't have to put know, the disc in and stupid. wait three hours to download. <laughs> you know? It, I know. That's really dumb. I miss I miss I just don't understand the old days. Why I miss the yeah. old days of gaming. I mean, we'll never Where, get those days back. It'll never be the same. I just wish that developers would put more love back into the games like they used to in the early 2000s, late 90s. You know, I mean, even in when gaming first started on the NES, I mean, Atari's, you know, back in the 70s, but, you know, really gaming started taking yeah, off in the 80s late. with the NES, SNES, and then early 90s. You know, just games were good. Put love into them. Yeah. It was simpler times. I mean, of course, gaming's like more popular now but like i mean there are good games now so, like i like playing current games just not yeah. as many as i used to older games because just they don't put enough love into them there's too many microtransactions it's all online you can't play them offline hardly any games anymore and uh, i just really i kind of stopped finding a lot of games fun after like 2018 yeah. like 2018 after that year kind of cut off like yeah i'm like even where i got really picky about games because they quit like caring a lot of the time they did just on that and it's sad because i love gaming i mean obviously we both love gaming we have podcasts we have you have youtube channel you know 
exactly. we love gaming just it's it's different and i wish it would go back but it won't but you know maybe they'll listen maybe they'll go back yeah I quit mean, quit the microtransactions they, crap exactly it's like the only good games now that don't actually require updates is like story games yeah like god of war ragnarok that was a hit game oh that was last a good game. year it was amazing i mean god it of war 2018 really it was good the last of us that was one a really two, good game good um spider-man exactly. remastered just, like miles morales just the online just the online games now just falling off because of first of all how much how many cosmetics and stuff there are in games now yeah i mean honestly the battle pass system the battle pass systems and everything's just the only one that seems that hasn't changed much i mean sony makes good games xbox makes good games but nintendo they they stay you can play all their games offline. They stay, you know, you can play their Zeldas offline, yeah. your Mario's, you know, all the, you know, like you could back in the 80s, 90s, 2000s. They're the only company that does that. Yeah. And I, I love Nintendo Sony for that. Microsoft, that's, they just, that's pretty much why I mostly play my Switch and buy first party titles from Nintendo. And yeah, I have some from Microsoft and exactly. Sony now on my PC, but Nintendo is my go to. When it comes to games, really, they actually care about its people and stuff. I'm yeah. not saying that Microsoft doesn't, or whatnot. No, and you can, you know, Microsoft does. They're, they're just not. Yeah, they're just not putting as much work and stuff as they used to no. on games. That's no. all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I get. There's better graphics and stuff now, and all that. Right. They're spending more money. That can come with. But you don't that can to, still come with love, you know. Just because it looks better doesn't mean you have yeah, to. You can still, you know, but you can still make it with like love and stuff. Like give what the community wants, not what you want the game to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. All right. That was, a, that was a deep dive into that. But uh, we appreciate you yeah. guys for watching or listening. How <laughs> we get it. You remember, you can always watch us live on Kick and YouTube. Chat with us live with, on Kick. We'll answer you live if you want to chat in the chat box. Um, yeah. Join our Discord. We'll hang out with you. And buy our merch on Redbubble and Printify. Follow us on Instagram. And you can follow us on our personal socials, our YouTube, Twitch, Kick accounts. Um, yeah. Anything else? Um, no, not really. Just I just gotta say this real quick. Uh, our average downloads on our episodes and weekly downloads have went up. Our weekly downloads is now one thousand four hundred twenty-eight, and our average episode downloads is four hundred and thirty. It's skyrocketed just in the past is, couple of days. I know it's crazy, but our total downloads is thirteen thousand five hundred and twenty-eight. It's crazy how fast this, this podcast is growing. Yeah, every really? day, watch. I just watch it go up. Yeah, it's just awesome to see. It's fun. To so watch it grow. I deeply like. Exactly, it's awesome. But uh, thank you a lot <laughs> for all that. Yeah, thank you. Now you're kind of. Ma- you guys are kind of making this dream of uh, doing stuff like content creators and you know. online and all that. 
and making like being a kind of a content creator you guys are making that come true with this podcast so yeah. i deeply appreciate it you know i've been doing youtube for three years and i haven't gone anywhere with youtube in just a short three almost four months this platform is already skyrocketed and it's going to continue to grow yeah. more and more every single day you know it's just thank you yeah means a lot to us we really appreciate it and like i said you know Anything that we get goes back into the podcast. I just got a ton of stuff today, you know, to help my setup and stuff. So yeah. it makes better As content. You guys can see. Yeah, Ryan got his. In the background is sun panels and stuff. I'm also going to get a boom arm hopefully soon. So yeah, bear with me. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you guys in the next episode.